Hello and welcome to Inside EcoDevo, an economic development podcast helping Missourians prosper. On this episode, we're talking about the Regional Engagement Division within the Missouri Department of Economic Development. And sitting down with us to help with the discussion is Lori Becklenberg, the Division Director of Regional Engagement. Lori, welcome. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Hello. Happy to be here. Yeah. I'm sure we have a lot that we can get into with regional engagement. It seems like a lot goes on with your guys' department. But before we do that, if you could just give us a little bit of background on you, how did you come to be the division director for regional engagement? Before I was at the Department of Economic Development, I came um, to the department in April 1st of this year. And before that, I spent about 15 years in St. Louis with the regional team there. Um working on business attraction, promoting the St. Louis Regional Group, you know, the 15 counties, including the city of St. Louis, Missouri, and Illinois. And before I was there, I was at the Department of Economic Development for about nine years. So when I say I came back, I came back to the department um, from being gone in the hiatus in St. Louis for a little while. But yeah, so that's where I recently came. And when I came back in April, I started as the division deputy director. So there was um, an opportunity for me to work with the international team within the department and planning the governor's trade missions, which was of interest to me. And um, I guess I was doing such a good job that when our department director, Maggie Coast, asked me to step into the role of director, I was a little bit surprised, but very honored and happy to do so um, and thought that my experience of working my 20 some years in economic development would pay off. So and it did. So that brought us to today. Just out of curiosity, that nine years that you were with the department, was it in the same capacity with regional engagement, stuff like that? It was. At the time, it was different division titles. So we had business development, business expansion and attraction, which is what we basically is regional engagement now. And then community development, which is our business and community services division that we have. So um, business expansion and attraction. I started out in business development and then went from working with small startups to the 800 line that we used to have and questions for people in starting a business and that connecting those people to the sources, resources that they needed to working projects in St. Louis, Kansas City, other parts of Missouri, and just kind of fell in love with doing that piece of the economic development world because that was the exciting piece, getting to help companies resolve their issues and make the selection of to do that expansion or location into the state. Okay, great. Sounds like you have a long you know, you know, history, not, not to say, you know, anything there, but you have a, you know, I started very, very young. I'll say that (laughs) now. Got a good history. And uh, yeah, I I don't, you know, they picked the right, the the right person to be the director there. So speaking of your division, regional engagement, Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. What is regional engagement? What do you guys do? So the division itself, we are, as everyone likes to say, the boots on the ground. So a few years ago when we the department was going through their best in the Midwest, one of the things that came out of that initiative was really trying to determine what do we need to help our communities as well as our businesses across the state. Many years ago, when I was um, previously at the department, we used to have what we called regional offices. And due to budget, budget constraints and just changes of time, they pulled those offices back in. So the regional engagement division is really putting those people back out into the communities for which they serve. Um, We have a great set of project managers on the team that are located in their regions for which they cover. 
So the St. Louis team, they live in the community in that area. So we have a great team there working with the local partners. North is another one of our regions. That's a big region. It covers basically St. Joe on the western side of Missouri all the way over to Lincoln County on the east side of the state, north of I-70. So that's that's basically our <laughs> north region. But the differences between like those two regions, one is major metropolitan area, and the other is a lot of our rural counties. So the diversity of our, our project managers in those areas is very important. And by having people in the communities that are familiar with the community partners that live there, they understand the needs. And so that's why it's so helpful for the team to be out there where they are helping those businesses. So I've mentioned two of our regions. We have Southeast we have Southwest, Central Missouri, which is a large area itself for Central because it's Central kind of covers over to the border on the Western side. And then, of course, Kansas City being our other major metropolitan area. So they help the businesses and the community partners. So if there's a business that is needing, for instance, you know, help with their trying to do an expansion and they're adding jobs or having struggling to find jobs that they may engage our Missouri One Start team to help with business, you know, the employee recruitment or workforce issues or training dollars. They might have a question about their business taxes or maybe there's a, a hiccup that they're having with the Department of Revenue and their tax collections or something or have questions on that. Our folks are the ones that they can reach out to to say, hey, I've got this question or I've got this issue. Can you help me resolve it? And they are the ones to help them resolve it. We want our team members to be the first call that they make to say, hey, they're the face of the department out around the state of Missouri. So for everyone that's working, you know, in Jefferson City, our team members are out there and representing all of the department in different facets, as well as all of the other state departments, too because we want to be out there resolving issues and helping them connect to the community partners as well. And when I say community partners, it's the local cities, the local organizations that help businesses, that help whether it's a manufacturing operation, a back office operation, a small business, you know, with a couple people. It's those people in the communities that are assisting them that our, our team works with to kind of bring those state resources to to make sure that they're addressing the needs of the businesses or the workforce or working with the community college or it's we just run the gamut of different different people that we call our our partners it's kind of all over the board but that's what the team does they're they're kind of out there the face the name the you know they're the response team however we need them to be and that boots on the ground approach that regional engagement does i'd imagine that goes so much further with getting partnerships going with getting, uh, you know, a rapport with a business because they live in those communities that they serve, like you mentioned, is that approach, has it always been that way? And do you guys find that that approach, I mean, is just paying dividends in the end? Well, it is paying dividends. Um, I believe it's because, as I mentioned, the department used to have, I mean, we're talking many, many years ago, used to have regional offices. And when they pulled that back and the department serviced everyone in the state, all businesses, everything out, out of Jefferson City. Not that that's bad. It just, it required time to travel, time, you know, response time to get to people. By having the team right there, 
it's very easy for our partners or a business to call and our team members to be somewhere. They might get called in the morning and say, hey, can you, can you come over? We have this situation we want to talk through and do it that afternoon. And some, you know, because they're in that community and they can get to it easier. Obviously, technology allows for phone calls and, and WebEx or Zooms or video calls and stuff like that. But it doesn't take the place of that true interaction that you have and having the team in place, being seen, being at those networking opportunities, which now that um, we've kind of come out of the pandemic have, you know, are happening more and more often. And everyone just sees that, yes, they're here to help. They're here to answer my questions. They're here to be responsive. I know who to call when I need something. And that's a member of the regional engagement team. And that's what we want. We want them to be top of mind when people are looking for the department. So yeah, it's very important that they're out there and they they are seen to say there's somebody here that can help us. And I'd imagine on some level that probably allows them, the team members that is in regional engagement, have some ownership and pride in their work because they're helping the communities that they live in. And when they secure a big business for St. Louis or Kansas City or somewhere in the central area, they live in those communities and they can see that business. Like, that's my work right there. I see it every day when I drive past. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, the, the diversity of the state of Missouri itself um, lends to the focus for each of the project managers and what they're involved in. So for instance, in the North, you know, we have a great project manager. She's our regional manager, Sherry Shenawork, and she does a phenomenal job and gets credited with being such a great resource to her partners across the entire northern region. And it's interesting, she just recently had made a comment that, you know, their focus based upon the services that she provides and the connections she makes, a lot of what she does is there to support the communities because they're not highly populated areas. They have pockets of population, but they're a valuable piece to the the puzzle that makes up Missouri itself and the economy. And then you've got the Southwest team, Teresa Sampeo, and then um, the new team member on her team. They're, they do, they, they feel ownership and they feel pride in the work that they're doing to help because, it, as you said, they can see the fruition of what their work is doing and how they had a small part to play in that. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting to have them in the areas that they are. And it's just, it's right, it's, it just makes it all around and more enjoyable because you get to be a part of your own community. Yeah, and let's kind of dive in a little bit about the work that they've done. What are some of the big announcements or big deals that have been closed from from the team with like, say, within the last year or so? All right, so I'll announce a few that they may have had a part to play in. So a couple of things, and we'll talk a little bit. We have a partner organization, Missouri Partnership, that we work on. But some of them that the team have been involved in you know, they kind of all over the board. A lot of what our team works on are the existing businesses. That's their focus, the existing businesses supporting those and how they can expand or grow within the region that they're in and the community that they're in or within the boundaries of the state. And that's our big focus is we want to make sure that those companies are expanding. But some of them, you know, in Clinton, Missouri, we've had TC Transcontinental Packaging. They made a 50 jobs. They were adding 50 jobs to that location. Um, Hitachi here in Jefferson City just um, not too long ago announced a $10 billion investment with 75 new jobs. And then we have Hilliard in St. Joseph. They announced early in the summer 200 jobs with um, 70 
or I'm sorry, a $50 million expansion investment that they were making. Enviro Core Enterprises down in Sykeston was adding 25 jobs, 14 or $1.4 million investment. Peerless Products in Nevada was a $3.5 million investment, adding 111 jobs. So while not all of them are, I would say, huge in number, they all mean something to that community for which they're expanding in. You know, 25, 30, 50, 100 jobs in any community is a lot because it's a it's giving opportunities for the people that are in that community, whether they're starting out for a new job or looking to change their skills and learn more or do something or maybe the opportunity to upskill and go to a job where they have starting they've started out and now they're looking for that next career or the next position in another company. So the team really working with those companies and making sure that we're answering the questions and the issues that they're having and making Missouri competitive to, to win those expansions. A couple of the big projects that have recently announced, the one that's kind of the most recent one that we have done earlier this year, obviously Meta announced in Kansas City region. And that's a big one when it comes to investment. I mean, that's the, the be all end all is to get something like that big data center. But the other one was AFG, Associated Foods Group. That one recently announced with in partnership with Missouri Partnership. It's 1,400 jobs in Warren County, and that's over $400 million investment. It's huge. And that took a lot of effort and a lot of time to get done. New food process or beef processing facility is what it is. And those types of operations have, that one in particular, has such a trip, trickle effect down because, you know, the Department of Ag was so involved in that project, along with a couple of the other state departments. But that one filled the void that you wouldn't think a beef processing facility would fill, but it does. It filled a void of for cattle farmers and stuff to take and sell their cattle to for processing. And we've got that ability to do that now. But those are the great big wins. Um, 1,400 new jobs is huge. But on the other side of it, it doesn't take into account. It's not just as important as the 25 new jobs in a different part of the state, just because of the location and what it means to the community. So anytime any business is adding, you know, jobs of any number, it's always helpful. And it's helping, you know, as, as we say, helping Missourians prosper. <laughs> yeah. We, well, I mean, when we read out numbers, you know, like X amount of million here, X number of jobs here and, and all that, it's great to hear, hear numbers, but could you dive in a little bit of how, how those kind of maybe not specifically per the announcement, but just in general, how that kind of impacts the community, how it impacts the state. When we bring in business, when we expand business, I can only imagine that it furthers the prospect of other businesses going, well, they could do it in Missouri, so could we. And that community, you know, has got great workforce, whatever. Can you just talk a little bit about the impact on a community and maybe as a state as, as a whole when these kind of projects happen? Absolutely. So, for instance, I was just at announcement last week in Sedalia, Missouri, Simcoe. They basically, they manufacture rebarb. Like they, that's their product is putting in, they're putting in a new facility, adding, um, I think, 35 jobs or so. Well, their impact is they're a family-owned business, they're a generation family-owned business, and they're going to a community that's welcoming them with open arms, smaller community, not huge, but they're hiring the local contractor to build. That was one of their commitments is that they're going to build, utilize a local contractor. So in essence, it gives that contractor, you know, work to do to build that, which he needs employees to do that. So people that um, don't have to then maybe drive 
a little farther away to do their, to find a job. So Sedalia is, it depends upon where you're going, but the drive could be to Warrington or even to, might even be into into Kansas City or to Jefferson City. I mean, it's not uncommon for, for people to drive for decent paying jobs. And you've got facilities that are going in like that at Simcoe that maybe somebody that only has to drive 10 minutes to their work. Um, it matters. It gives them time back in their day. It gives them um, time with their family. It, it cuts down on the gas money that they're going to have to expend, you know, just to get to and from work on a regular basis. So that's kind of one of the effects you have. The other one, like an AFG or a Hilliard that's adding, a, you know, a couple hundred or a thousand new jobs. The trickle effect is that people have the ability then in those communities to change jobs, live live closer to where they would work or work closer to where they live, cuts down on the commute, cuts down on their time in the vehicle because most people in the state of Missouri drive. It was just where the situation that we have. So it cuts down on a lot of that, giving them back and adding to their quality of life, which makes a huge difference to people. I mean, especially in the metropolitan areas, you can cut down. And if you can live closer instead of sitting in traffic, you're just, you know, cut down on that. It just adds so much value to it. But for the outstate of Missouri, outside of the, the metropolitan areas, you're giving back people in their community. They can live and work and do all those things that everybody wants to do right then and there. And um, that's what's kind of important about it. But the trickle effect, it just, it hits very different. You get construction jobs and you have people then if maybe more people move in. So you have supplier effect. It depends upon if it's a if it's a large manufacturer or something, then you have the supplier network that might say, hey, we need to be closer. We want to be closer to um, the company for which we're selling to. Then they'll set up an operation of some sort. So it adds jobs maybe indirectly when it comes to opportunities there for, you know, spouses or other companies and just bringing in. So new population growth, that's definitely what you want. Um, that always adds to the bettering the economy all around is if we can add population to the overall state numbers, that's always helpful. But yeah, it just, it all depends upon the project, what it is, what they're announcing and how they're going. It's kind of one of those easy questions, but yet the indirect effect is so much more because it, it truly has an indirect effect. Yeah. Depending on where it's at and mm -hmm. numbers and stuff, it, it, it could vary. Is there a, a dollar amount that could be put on the economy when businesses expand, and I'm, and I'm sure it fluctuates from year to year and, and, and all that, but around about, do we know what the economy impact is when we, when you guys look at the, the work that you do in the communities? I'll be honest, I do not know that number exactly. I'm sure our um, economist, um, Jeff Pinkerton, has that number, or he could provide it, but I do know at least some of the incentives that we offer, because those do play a part, and that's what we offer. I mean, that's what we have as the state. We have incentives. But it's for every dollar spent for some of our um, flagship programs like Missouri Works, we get $3 back on the return or estimated to be $3 and or roughly that's what it's back on the return, which is huge. I mean, to know that we, it's a program that's put in place for adding new jobs and invest, you know, it's, it, it gives back money to the state because people and companies are able to reinvest and it gives people jobs. So maybe save that one for Jeff. Okay, yeah, I'm sure we'll have Jeff on here uh, at, at some point. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of pivot here. When we're kind of talking about jobs coming in, and, um, and I know you had said that the team works on existing jobs and expansion. So expanding or if, you know, a new business, 
uh, relocates here or whatnot. What does Missouri have to offer, you know, as a whole package when it comes to businesses looking to stay here or to move a business here? So there's a lot of different factors um, that companies look at when they're looking at either locating altogether or expanding. And it comes down to the business cost, the overall business cost. And Missouri has that going forward. Like the tax foundation has, you know, continuously rated Missouri as one of the best states. I think the most recent um, tax foundation index came out and Missouri is the, the third lowest for the corporate income tax rate. So it's one of those that that hits the bottom line for a company. And that's where you definitely, you know, all the incentives in the world, they matter sometimes to some companies, but it's your longevity and your long-term business costs. That's really going to, you know, the bottom line and for, for a company making that decision. And that tied with the talent, you know, the, the workforce that we have in Missouri, Missouri is a very diverse economy, which is also an asset because you have industries that have complementary type of skill sets so within one industry, you may be able to hire employees that have skill sets, in, but in one industry, but they would work for your industry as well or with what you're doing. Or So you, it opens up the ability to recruit a different kind of talent pool than just one particular kind of industry. And that's a, that's a major asset for Missouri. The, the one thing that we always kind of talk about is the strategic location that Missouri is in. You know... Literally, literally the center of the United States and kind of the center, if you look at it, of North America. Like we're, we're right there. I mean, I, I believe there's some point in the state of Missouri, it was at least a while back, that it literally was the center point of the United States. But it's not hard to get to and from. I mean, it's a plane ride like most of the big cities and things like that are. Missouri's got the ability. You can fly in and out of St. Louis or Kansas City. We've got a few smaller tier markets, you know, Columbia and Springfield, areas like that. But it's easy to get to. It's the center. So if whether you're flying, you're driving, I mean, it's within 500 miles of a third of the population of a day's drive. I mean, it's not it's not much. We've got all kinds of rail systems so when you're looking at it from a business prospect of trying to get to your customers or your suppliers, you can do it usually pretty easily because you're right there and you're not paying the cost of being in the coast markets, which leads into the next thing of most people think of when you're along the coast that you've got, you have to be there for innovation or for the best talent or any of those factors, but you don't have to be. I mean, Missouri has this wonderful ecosystem of multiple ecosystems that work together based upon whatever industry you're looking at. I mean, we've got in Kansas City, we've got the animal health corridor between Columbia and Kansas City that focuses on different companies and, you know, world-renowned companies that are doing research and focus on that. You've got the Donald Danforth Plant Science Center in St. Louis that has that, holds that plant science ecosystem. And no matter where you are in the state, you've got the ability on any corner of the state. There's either an innovation center or a technology group or something like that that's always providing that we can do all of those things in Missouri, which most people think, oh, it's just flyover country when it's not. There's a lot happening here that uh, Missouri can be proud of and tout as a business environment. To kind of expand upon some of the things that you're talking about here, in your mind, 
aside from all the things that we were just listening or that you were just listening, what is needed to make Missouri excel that much more when it comes to economic development and business attraction? Off the top of my head, I would say mega sites. <laughs> so there's buzz right now around a lot of the battery plants like renewables and things like that. Well, in order to do that, a lot of the companies and those groups out there that are looking for sites, it's called mega sites. And mega site can be defined upon anywhere from usually a thousand or more contiguous acres. So one big plot of land, right? We struggle to have that in Missouri. You know, our partner organization that we work with, Missouri Partnership, they've done a great job of, of out there analyzing and going through a program of identifying those sites, as well as some smaller sites to help with that. But it's the mega sites. It's those when those big projects, because it's those big projects when they make us make the news about where they're going, whether it's Austin, Texas, Texas wins a lot of them, or um, some of the other locations that they have. That's what people always go, well, why didn't we win that? What it, Meaning, why didn't we as Missouri win that? And it's not that we didn't compete for it or try. It's because they were probably looking for a set of parameters and mega sites is one of them. And it's the large, large ground sites for, for brand new facilities. So that's the one thing I wish we could produce. <laughs> that would be it. Granted, we do have a lot of ground in the state. I just, you know, it's offset by it, it's probably being farmed. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, we're a big agricultural we state. Are. We do have a lot of land, but it's yes. uh, spoken for, I guess. So if we want to get into the, the mega site, you know, game, so to speak, what do we need to do to, to do that? A lot of it is just having the support um, from the local communities, the landowners to have that infrastructure is a key piece to that. And infrastructure is not cheap to put in place. So if you're going to a completely greenfield site, which is no utilities at, at all, you've got to make sure that you've got the roadways one, because roads are important to, to any kind of project getting in and out of. Rail sometimes serves as a perp, you know, that's a needed perk that a lot of the companies like to have if they're moving product. So if there's not a rail serve site, doesn't mean it can't be a good site or a mega site, but you've got to have that. You've got to have the electric utility, the water. I mean, you've got to have all of the utilities in play, telecommunications, you know, broadband. Obviously, it's an important factor in this, you know, in doing business anymore every day. And connecting the, with the world. And so, um, you know, the department has a broadband program, but that's a key piece of infrastructure anymore, not just, you know, your typical roads and electricity. It's it's a lot of that kind of stuff. So for, for mega sites, you have to have all of those pieces in place. And even though you've identified ground and property that may work, it needs to have all of that other stuff. So it's not that it's turnkey overnight. It takes a lot of time and investment. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We could do better on, on the mega sites thing, it sounds like. <laughs> I kind of want to pull us back in a positive direction, not to say that we were talking about anything negative, but what would you say to businesses who were looking at Missouri to locate their business or expand their existing business, but, you know, they're maybe a little gun shy on pu pulling the trigger, so to speak. What would you say to them to kind of encourage them, so to speak, or give them the sales pitch to go, hey, Missouri's where you want your business at? I think it's a lot of us, give us a chance. If I remember correctly, we're the show me state and we do a pretty good job when it comes to being given the chance to show and what we can do. 
I mean, I think a lot of it is Missouri doesn't or hasn't in years before been given the shot because, oh, it's Missouri. They're not going to have this. Missouri does. Missouri has this talent. They've got the corporate, the world-class companies here. I mean, there are some that are here that are widely regarded in their industries. And if they're here, something's going for them. I mean, there wouldn't be a reason why they're, why they'd be here. And I think that it's that understanding of just giving us a shot, let us prove to you or show you where we can make a difference and how doing business in Missouri is prosperous for your company, just like it could be anywhere else. We don't win all the time, but that's the main thing is just give us a shot. I think Missouri can stand up to a lot of the, a lot of the different parts of the the U.S. especially. We've got many good programs our training program, I think, is one of the, the best. There's always ways to improve things, but we've done a really good job over the last few years of improving and um, with our Impact of Missouri One Start. That's another flagship program that I think we have when it comes to training. We've got the ability to give the businesses a network of schools and and different community colleges and resources that could utilize to, to train or retrain or continuously train, upskill whatever terminology you want to use for their workforce. Or I think it was Christy Davis. She's the director of Missouri One Start. She said it this morning in a conversation. She's like, she goes, we're here. We're teamed up with you for the long haul. Like you don't just get us one time. We're, we're with you till the end. So, um, and I think that's a lot of it is just give us a shot. And uh, I think by the time this episode comes out, Christy's episode about Missouri One Start will have dropped. So hopefully the the (laughs) listeners will be well-educated on Missouri One Start. You mentioned One Start. You mentioned broadband. We have a lot of different teams in the department. And I'm just kind of sitting here thinking while you were talking about the different teams and all that, what kind of cross-collaboration, if if any, between our teams and regional engagement happen when a business is expanding or locating? Like you mentioned, broadband needs to be to a building, training with Missouri One Start. Is there a lot of kind of like team-up happening when expansions and whatnot Absolutely, Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we work, that's behind the scenes work that nobody really sees of us bringing in all the department resources. So anytime we're working, anytime one of our teams is working with a company, they'll reach out across the board and open the toolbox that the department has, whether it's, you know, a finance program or a community development program, like a CDBG or something like that, depending upon where it is, they'll open the toolbox and say, okay, what, what does the company need and what can we do to help resolve that issue or that problem or make that an easier decision for them? That's what we do. And I say those Missouri One Start and Missouri Works are a flagship because those are the most widely used programs that the department has, not to discount any of the other ones because they're just as important, but they can't be used almost every project. Those, those are the ones that are more widely used. But yeah, the, the team goes into the toolbox and looks across the department and actually looks across state government. I mean, they'll bring in Department of Agriculture if needed, as I mentioned, Department of Revenue, if there's an opportunity to, you know, discuss some things, if they can figure out a way to, to make it a little bit more friendly on some filings for the company and things like that. Department of um, Natural Resources, DNR, that's a big one that's also get involved in a lot of projects that we do. Um, just because of the need and everything. But the team utilizes the programs across the Department of Economic Development. When they're looking at a project, assessing the needs of the company, they'll do that behind the scenes and bring in whoever and whatever we need to do. But yeah, it's definitely department-wide when it comes to projects. There's many, many hands and folks that are in the department that touch it. 
yeah, each project. I think kind of puts the button on something we hear in the department quite a lot. And I'm sure if anyone's been to any kind of press event or shovel event, you hear Director Coast talk and her predecessor said it as well. Economic development is a team sport. We don't do it by ourselves. We have many partners to, to make things happen. Kind of just speaking about the team, I want to take a, a slight step back because part of regional engagement, and I don't think we touched upon it, but we were uh, discussing touching upon it and perhaps, you know, diving a little deeper in an episode by itself is the International Trade and Investment Office, which is a part of regional engagement. Can you just briefly touch upon that? Yeah, so they are. They've been part of the the division now for over a year. Um, Happy to have their knowledge and the team within regional engagement. They do, they do the same thing, just in a little bit different, different way. So they um, work mostly with Um, The international team works with the existing businesses in Missouri and helping them and provide services for exporting. So when we talk about Missouri exports and getting out there, and as we said, we could dive, it'd be a great topic for um, another time to really dive into it. But they're the team that helps the companies export their products and increase those sales. In addition, we have offices that we contract with all across the different, you know, different countries that help us with those as well. So they work on the companies and help us to identify potential customers to Missouri companies, as well as identify companies that maybe have an interest in, you know, investment into the United States, in particular in Missouri. So yeah, it's a, it's a big part of our team. And while they do things a little bit different, they're still helping Missouri companies prosper and grow and making sure that they solidify themselves as a Missouri company for um, stability and ongoing efforts. Nowadays, everything's a global market. I it mean, is. we're co- connected all across the globe, so we we need that, yeah. you know, to, <laughs> to secure that stuff. So to kind of help wrap us up, and if there's anything else we need to to dive into more, we certainly can. But as you know, the department's motto is helping Missourians prosper. Mm-hmm. So with the work that's happening within regional engagement, how does that work help fulfill that mission? I think it's that working with within the communities where they're located having the team members in those communities, they're helping them prosper because we're working with the businesses that add the jobs and make the products and give our the residents an opportunity. And I think in working with the, the different organizations that help with the training of the workforce and making sure that they're connected and, you know, just because somebody lost a job at one company or is fresh out of college or wants to change careers or is maybe working at a fast food restaurant, but wants to do something different. Our team is the one that helps connect them to another opportunity that might be better for them, that might allow them to, you know, buy a house or buy a car or something like that. It just helps, helps them prosper. So working with the businesses, they're directly connected, you know, in making sure that we're, working to make sure that in solidifying that the business environment is friendly in Missouri and that we're doing our part to answer those questions that companies have to make sure they have resources or at least connected to the resources to help them continue on as a business so they can give our citizens of the state an opportunity. For anybody who's listening who wants to find out more about regional engagement or wants to reach out to a regional engagement team member in their community and they don't know how, where can they go to find more information? They can go to the department website under existing businesses um, and look at regional engagement. So there's a map on there that talks about 
kind of gives the map of all of our different regions. And it shows and gives you contact information for each project manager for each region. And then the same for exporting. So if there's any company out there that wants to do exporting, the international team has export in Missouri and they have contacts out there for the, based upon the same thing. So, but it's out there on there or more than happy to have them reach out to me directly and I'll connect them with whomever on the team that would be fitting to respond to them as well. Yeah. Anything else regarding regional engagement that you think we should dive into that we did not? I feel like we covered a lot and I feel like we could yeah. cover even more, but I just want to open it up in case there's something on your mind that you want to talk about. No, I just want to say that the team is great. The team's responsive. They're having taken them over just, you know, a month ago, a little over a month ago. They've been great. They're, they're good at their job. They understand what's going on and they're willing to help and they want to help. And so they, uh, they're an asset to the department and to the state of Missouri. And I think that if you've got questions out there as a community partner or a business and you want to find out more, definitely reach out to them um, because they're here to help. Perfect. I think that's a great way to end it. Lori, thanks for taking the time to talk with us about this. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this regional engagement episode of Inside EcoDevo. If you want to find out more about what's happening at the Missouri Department of Economic Development, including current programs and upcoming opportunities, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And if there's an economic development topic you're interested in hearing more about, well, then let us know by dropping a comment on this episode or emailing us directly at ded.communications at ded.mo.gov.